Welcome to the Disney Planning Insights Podcast Park Detail Series. In today's episode, we are going to be detailing one half of Animal Kingdom. So we're going to start at the entrances, work our way to the left on Discovery Island, hit Africa and Pandora. Stay tuned to learn about rides, attractions, shows, and food in these areas, and also some just fun things that we think you should check out while you're there. This episode will start right after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. Hi everyone, welcome to the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Today we're going to be looking at Animal Kingdom and we're going to start with the left side of Discovery Island and move our way into a couple of the different themed areas. This is Disney Planning Insights. So first of all, let's talk about how to get to Animal Kingdom. Really the only way to get to Animal Kingdom is going to be through riding a bus or driving yourself. So depending on your preference or where you're staying, that's going to obviously take care of itself. So heading into Animal Kingdom, if you arrive by bus, what you're going to do is basically walk to the end of that and the pass will slowly converge and bring you around to the left. If you park, you'll either be able to walk up towards the entrance or ride one of those little trams. As you come into the entrance area, you're going to get to security. Security at Animal Kingdom is relatively straightforward. As you walk your way towards the entrance, the security tables are just kind of in a line and you'll slowly work your way through the metal detector area. A quick tip is if you pay attention, a lot of times there are some lines around to the right hand side and those lines are going to be significantly shorter than the ones that are straight ahead. So just a quick tip on heading in if you're in a hurry or don't want to wait in line, head around to the right and just go a little bit further down and you should be able to find a line that's got a lot less people. There are security guards there trying to kind of move you in that direction because they know that same thing that I just told you plays true. So once you get through security, you're going to go past the ticket boxes if you have to do any work there. And you'll also find the out-of-park entrance to Rainforest Cafe, which Matt's going to talk about here in just one moment. So I head past the ticket booths, I head up towards my scanning stations, and I get in to Animal Kingdom. And Matt's going to go ahead and talk about our accommodations and things that we're going to find just inside that entrance. Yeah, when you think about Animal Kingdom, um, the first thing that comes to mind is going to be a zoo. And really, when you get into this area, it's really going to feel like some of your local zoos. It's a densely um, packed area of plants, and there are a few little animal exhibits in the little crisscrosses in this area. And be sure to look out for Ivy, who's a character on stilts that can blend into the foliage in this area. As far as your guest services and everything like that, to the left is going to be your guest services area and your lockers. Now one thing that you're going to have to remember is that Animal Kingdom they will not allow any glass into the park. So if you're park hopping and you're bringing ornaments or anything like that into the park you're going to have to leave them at guest services until you come out of the park. 
On the other side, you're going to have your ECV and wheelchair rentals and stroller rentals for the park um, just past the, the ticket gate there as well. Just past this area, you're gonna find a little entrance to the left and that's gonna to be to Rainforest Cafe. And Rainforest Cafe is not technically part of Animal Kingdom because you have to scan in and out every time that you go into Rainforest Cafe, but it's a cool little restaurant. Um, same as the one at Disney Springs, same as T-Rex, you have your animatronics, you have a really nice gift shop and some pretty good food for the area. Coming back in, you're gonna, again, get back into that foliage area and you're gonna finally get out to a bridge. And this bridge is going to get you to Discovery Island. And Peter's gonna take the first half of Discovery Island. So get into that bridge, the very first thing to know that you're there and you're in Discovery Island is as you look across that bridge, the Tree of Life looms off in the distance, very much like this. This is the view you're going to see when you go to that bridge. And the Tree of Life uh, is a really, really cool thing. We're going to talk about that a little bit more here in just one second. But as I head across that bridge, I'm going to find Discovery Island Trading Post and Island Mercantile on either side. Just really, really large shops. They are kind of unique from one another. So what you find over in Island Mercantile, you won't find in Discovery Island Trading Post. And so it's a good idea, especially at some point in your day, maybe towards the end, to spend some time walking through there and picking up and looking for your souvenirs. Now we're gonna head to the left-hand side today and kind of call the Tree of Life our, our splitting point for this episode and the next. So let's go ahead and head to the left and talk about what we find as we work our way through the rest of the Discovery Island area on the left. Basically what we find is we find some restaurants. So if we head down to the path the, to the immediate left, we're gonna find a couple of restaurants. The first one being Tiffin's. Tiffin's is a signature dining experience. And in my opinion, it is some of the best food on Disney property, but you do have to have a willingness to explore unique flavors. Let's put it that way. Because the menu there is inspired from different areas of the world. You'll find some African inspired dishes, some Mediterranean inspired dishes, because Imagineers went out to all these areas and gathered inspiration for the menu as well as the decor from local villages in, in various regions around the world. And so different rooms in Tiffin's pay homage to where those Imagineers explored and visited. Um, I had the, the unique experience of being able to talk to um, sort of the curator of the exhibit within the restaurant who was responsible for keeping things um, looking amazing. And so that was a really cool experience for me. Just to the left of Tiffin's entrance, you're actually gonna find Nomad Lounge. And Nomad Lounge offers drinks as well as a sort of like a bite-sized smaller menu of some of the appetizers and dishes that are inside of Tiffin's. So if you're not necessarily looking for the big price tag and the big sit down, maybe go snack on some of those delicacies out at Nomad Lounge, sitting on the side of one of the little rivers there in Animal Kingdom. It's a very picturesque setting, very laid back and relaxing. If I head to the right of Tiffin's, I'm gonna find Pizza Safari. It is exactly what it sounds like. 
It is pizza. It's a family style restaurant where if you get a reservation there, you're gonna find a whole bunch of pasta and a whole bunch of pizza. Um, it's a really good place to get full. Let's put it that way, right? <laughs> kind of carbo load. Uh, so good experience, especially if you have kiddos that are big fans of pasta or pizza, which of course are family favorites. Just past that, you are going to find there's like a fancy name for it, but let's just call a spade a spade. You're gonna find Starbucks over to the left-hand side just before you head up the path towards Africa. And um, so Starbucks is there on the left and just to the right of that is sort of a secret little area. It's a pathway to the Tree of Life Garden, which I really recommend that you spend some time in, especially if this is your third, fourth, fifth time to Animal Kingdom and you're looking for some new things. You probably overlooked that pathway titled Tree of Life garden and that brings you right up to the roots of the tree of life yourself and um, Matt and I have some photography there and some other things <laughs> of us finding that on our trip down to Animal Kingdom together so yeah. um, that's pretty much it for the left-hand side of Discovery Island and if we go just past Starbucks we'll go ahead and walk across that bridge and we'll head into arguably Matt's favorite area of Animal Kingdom and that's gonna be Africa Alright, so as we come across the bridge out of Discovery Island, we're going to get to Harambe. And Harambe is the setting for Africa. In the African area of Animal Kingdom, you're going to find a restaurant, you're going to find a marketplace, you're going to find a couple of really cool attractions. So let's just start with the first attraction that's going to be to the left, and that's going to be a celebration of a festival of the Lion King. This is a Broadway style show that is tucked into a theme park. And Disney does a really good job of putting these in here, but this is a step above even most of the good shows over at Hollywood Studios. Fantastic actors. Um, if you've seen anything about the Lion King play that was on Broadway, they incorporate a lot of those costumes and elements to this show as well. Outside of a festival of the Lion King is Dawa Bar. If you want to stop and get a quick concoction so you can wait in line, this is a great place to get it. Once you get out of Dawa Bar, you're going to head over towards the Tusker House area. And Tusker House is a sit-down restaurant um, with character meet and greets. Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Goofy in their safari attire. Be sure to ask Goofy about driving the Kilimanjaro safari trucks. It's a really good, fun answer. Speaking about those safari trucks, as we work our way back towards the back of Africa, we're going to work our way through a little marketplace area with some shops and a couple of bathroom areas and get to Kilimanjaro safaris. Kilimanjaro safaris is about a 20-minute safari trek with live animals, and they can get up close and personal with your ride vehicles. So you're talking giraffes, zebras, rhinoceros, elephants. Also, you got some stuff that's in enclosures, such as cheetahs and alligators. Really wanna check this out, it is really cool. The ride is set up to really mimic an African safari. As you come out of Kilimanjaro Safaris, you're gonna see the Gorilla Falls Expedition Trek. And this is going to be one of two animal treks 
in Animal Kingdom. And this is where the zoo style um, look comes into Animal Kingdom really strong. You're gonna have some enclosures with animals, gorillas, um, some of a bird enclosure you're gonna walk through. And one of the highlights to this exhibit, whether people are gonna tell you about it or not, is the gorilla that they used as the inspiration for the incredible Ivan is actually housed in this area. His name is Zawata. Gorilla Falls is a really great place. And then you have, on top of that, you have a train that will take you out to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Rafiki's Planet Watch is a conservation style attraction where you learn about different animals uh, and there are activities and crafts and all kinds of stuff you can do out there. And the, the train ride's actually pretty fun as well. Once you come back, it's a loop and it's actually out past the Savannah area. So it's a, it's a relatively long train ride, five to 10 minutes. Um, when you come back, the last place in Africa that you're really gonna hit is Harambe Market. And it is a collection of quick service restaurants and a sit down dining area, but it's all open air. You aren't going to escape the Florida heat here, but you are gonna find some unique offerings as far as food. So now that we're kind of made our way all the way through Africa, we're gonna go back past Festival of the Lion King and we're gonna find a little secret entrance into Pandora. On this secret entrance, you're gonna kind of see a newer style building to the right. And that's the newest Club 33 offering. If you're lucky enough to be a Club 33 member, this is where you're gonna go. For those of us that aren't, we can just look and wave because there's a big glass window in the front where the Club 33 members can see the peasants walking by. <laughs> but we're gonna take the big long bridge along the river that goes all the way around Discovery Island, and we're gonna get you into Pandora, and Peter's gonna talk about Pandora. So coming down that pathway that Matt just mentioned is one of the ways that you can get into Pandora. The other way to go into Pandora is to walk just past Tiffin's over the bridge. Regardless, either way and whichever path you come into Pandora, the remarkable thing is as you get closer and closer to it, this world drifts away and the world of Pandora rises around you. From the sounds of the wildlife to the look of the scenery and the foliage, the, again, Disney Imagineers have done a fantastic job here of making this world disappear and bringing in something that's very unfamiliar and intriguing and exciting all at the same time. So let's go ahead and talk our way around the world of Pandora and let's go ahead and start coming past Tiffin's as that might be the more common way of coming in. So coming up that left hand path if you just continue that forward you're going to find one of the first rides here in Pandora and that is Navi River Journey. The standby queue line is wonderfully themed it's very unique it offers information about plants and animal species that are found in the Valley of Mawara. However, I do prefer to take a fast pass on this one if possible, because waiting for that line for this ride is just not something that's worth it again, in my opinion. 
But the ride itself is a wonderful ride. It's a dark boat ride with plenty of bioluminescence and fluorescence. So lots of stuff glows, lots of stuff is you know, spinning around and moving around. You get to see all these different animals and plants of the Valley of Mawara. And it culminates in the shaman singing you some various tribal songs of the Navi. So a really great ride, but it is a relatively short ride, which is where my cost benefit comes in that I just kind of talked about. Coming out of Navi River Journey, we're going to be amazed by the breathtaking sight of the waterfalls falling from the islands that are floating above. A gentle mist can spray across the walkway and cool you off on a hot summer day. And we can head into the rest of the Pandora area, maybe listen for the drummers beating out just by the entrance to Navi River Journey, or continue walking down that pathway towards the entrance of the other ride here. And that ride is arguably the flagship of Animal Kingdom at this point, and it's called Flight of Passage. There it is right there. Flight of Passage is a remarkable motion simulator where you're going to put on three-dimensional glasses, but you're also going to be hit with smells and a little bit of water splashing as you board the back of a banshee and actually feel like you're flying over the area of Pandora. The first time I rode this ride, I was beyond myself amazed. So again, not to steal too much of the ride experience, but just remember, Siva Ko, rise to the challenge. It is a wonderful ride. You do not want to go to Animal Kingdom without riding this ride. Coming down the exit, it's going to take you into a little trading shop. And of course, we know no good ride at Disney doesn't end without walking through a gift shop. And in this area, you're going to be able to adopt your own pet banshee that has a little remote control that kind of moves its head and opens its mouth and things like that. Lots of different color patterns to choose from there. So good luck getting through there without putting one of those on your kiddo's shoulder, as well as some other unique memorabilia not really found anywhere else because at the end of the day this is the Pandora gift shop where you're going to find the most of the Pandora merchandise. Just outside of there, we have two more things to talk about here in the Valley of Moara. The first of which is Satuli Canteen. Satuli Canteen is one of my top two favorite quick service restaurants in Animal Kingdom. And what you get to do at Satuli Canteen is you get to build your own power bowl. So you get to pick the protein, which can be chicken or beef or both. You or shrimp as well. You can then also pick your base. So you can choose from noodles or a, sort of a sweet potato hash or rice or beans. And then you also get to pick your sauce. And the sauces range from creamy to vinaigrettes and all of these great things. If you're afraid of putting together the wrong concoction, there are recommendations listed in there that say this goes good with this sauce and things like that. Or just simply ask a cast member for some of the more common things. But by all means, if you're adventurous, throw whatever you think sounds good together and just see how it blends in the bowl. In there, there are also a couple of unique beverages, Grog's Ale and more High Country Ale. And you can also find the Night Blossoms there as well. And a Night Blossom is a smoothie with a couple different flavors and some of those boba balls. So a really big hit with the kiddos. 
Just outside of Satuli Canteen, you're also gonna find a little bar area where you can get those exact same beverages. So if you're not interested in going in for a meal, but you still want some of those unique drinks or that unique slushy for the kiddos, those are found just outside. Just look for the mech and you'll find the entrance right underneath that mech. So Pandora is a remarkable addition to Animal Kingdom, something that absolutely delights and is remarkable and fan just fantastic as you see those floating islands. But that's about it for the end of today. So we're going to go ahead and head back and just kind of talk through this episode before moving on. So yeah, as you can see, there is a lot to do when it comes to Pandora and Africa. Um, these two areas offer a ton, not only on the ride side, but one of the best shows on any Disney property in celebration of the Festival of the Lion King. That's the longest title of any show anywhere. <laughs> celebration of the Festival of the <laughs> Um, but yeah, so in our next episode, we're going to be talking about the other side of the park, which is going to include Dinoland USA and the Asia section, which has probably the second favorite ride in Everest. So, you know, there's, there's a lot to still talk about with Animal Kingdom. So stay tuned for that one. Definitely follow us on all of our social media at DPI Podcast over on Facebook, the travel side at PATM Disney Travel on Facebook, and our YouTube page, the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Again, thank you all for watching, and you guys have a wonderful day.